ever consider that to truly come alive, you might have to come undone? To come out of your judgment? To know what was true for you? Curious to know more? Then welcome to Coming Undone with the Tenacious Minx. Because personal development and spiritual evolution shouldn't be a snooze fest. Human potential instigator Rhonda Burns invites you to listen, explore, transform, laugh, and thrive as you step into the full, authentic power that is you. And now, the Tenacious Mix. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Or good evening, good night, good afternoon. Matters not where you are on this glorious planet of ours. Just welcome to the show. So grateful to have you here. You heard it. I am Rhonda Burns. I am also the Tenacious Minx. I am a human potential instigator and a whole lot of other things. (laughs) So welcome to Inspired Choices Network and today's show. Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for your contributions. I know today's show is going to draw in the people that want to hear it. It's going to trigger the people that need to hear it. It's going to do what it's going to do. They all do what they're supposed to do. All I have to do is trust that what comes through and wants to be shared, that I do it, that I show up and I just give it the presence and the attention and the love and the heart that I can. (sighs) So everybody take a breath for me. It is a very, very volatile time in the world energetically (laughs) for those of you who are tapped in or aware of it or not quite sure why your life might be going a little sideways right now at this time on the calendar year. There is a lot in the in the planetary realm, in the energy realm. Um, yeah, that, so just keep breathing. I would invite you, if you are aware of things being a little wonky, a lot wonky, crazy sideways, tap into some resources that can provide you information that can let you know a little bit of what's going on, maybe beyond the scope of your understanding. Or And you don't have to believe it, but a lot of times just having information can fill in some gaps for us and assist us in just chilling the F out, okay? (laughs) Right? I don't have to understand everything I'm tapped into, but a lot of times having this information, it's like, oh, okay, I may not quite understand that, but that really does help with what I'm up against or what I'm standing in the midst of, so reach out, find those resources. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, reach out to me as a resource. I'm happy to connect you. I am a connector of magnitude. I connect people, places, things with other people, places, and things. It's just what I'm really natural and good at. So I'm going to invite you, especially today during today's hump day show, to keep breathing, to really, really be in your body, with your body. Stay out of that head of yours, okay? It's very, very important. So, For those of you longtime listeners, repeat listeners, thank you for continuing to tap in to be here. I'm so grateful, and it's always my desire that whatever is showing up in the world or in our lives, that I just show up and I just provide some lightness, maybe some inspiration, information, humor, potentiality. Um, You know, I was meditating this morning, and I love this new meditation series that Deepak Chopra and Oprah are doing. I've done all of them. <laughs> they're doing a new 21-day right now. And I love that they're talking about attraction. And it it's based on desire. And when I really drop into, tap into what I really desire, like my deep, deep, deep soul desire, and I'm and there's a lot of emotion here, I just want us all to get along. I would just love everybody just to love themselves. Because when we truly love ourselves, then we just love everybody else. We can let people be themselves. We can let them have their their stuff. We can let them 
do what they need to do because we're taking care of ourselves, you know. So anyway, <laughs> a little side note there. Yeah, so what can I contribute to you today? What are you looking for? Be it energy, information, inspiration, invitation, enthusiasm. I care not what you're looking for. Just know what you're looking for and be willing to tune into the places that you're drawn to, regardless of who the person is or the, the work, the body of work or the place on the planet it's coming from. If you're called to it, Tune in and see what's there for you. So thank you for being here. And if you are a new listener to me, thank you so much for finding me. I welcome you. I invite you to go back through my archives, my library. I believe this is show 129. So I have 128 other shows with myself and some amazing guests uh, smattered throughout on pretty much any subject you can imagine. And everything I really do is about the personal evolution of ourselves. So I really do, as a former preacher's kid, and I'm going to talk about a lot about the religious conditioning today because of today's topic being, have you separated spirituality from sexuality? Yeah, so everything that brings up, I'm just going to invite you to keep breathing. Just keep breathing. All is well. Yeah, we're just going to chill the F out. So as a former preacher's kid and now pretty much really embodying the provocateur model that I am, (laughs) I do teach people how to undo the conditioning that's done them in so they can come home to themselves powerfully, pleasurably, and prosperously. And I especially work with, as I look back over the body of people that I work with, a lot of empathic people and a lot of women who have been in religious conditioning and are really entrenched and really mired in societal conditioning. And it's the wake-up time. It is the evolution. It is the enlightenment period. And I, like many of you, have been called to do work. So I do my work, and then I share it. All right? So today, I'm going to probably share more of my personal journey as we look at today's topic. So as always... And energy shows up, I'll match words to it. I don't often censor, filter, rarely do. So I may drop F-bombs today, I'm not sure. I may say things that might offend some. Just be mindful of your surroundings. If you are around other people, can you put in some earbuds? Make this about you, okay? If other people want to choose to listen, let them do so. Uh, So just be mindful of your surroundings, Make this about you. Tune in. Find a place where you can just relax and enjoy. Or I had a good friend of mine say she was walking in. She was in London, I believe, and she was listening to a, a replay, a replay of my podcast. It was in podcast form at that time because I'd already re- redone the show live. And she said she was walking, and she got so like wrapped up in my words, she got lost. <laughs> so she just let it take her. <laughs> went so just be mindful (laughs) and as always if you desire more information if you are looking for more about who I am what's important to me why I do what I want what I why I do what I do why it's important to me how I can contribute to you some of the ways that I do that just check out my website tenaciousminx.com t-e-n-a-c-i-o-u-s-m-i-n-x.com You can find out about me. You can find about what I've got offered, uh, coaching information, products I've, I've, uh, classes I've done before. Yeah. 
So, so today, friends, as I mentioned, we are talking about have you separated spirituality from sexuality? Has a particular model you've learned from somehow made you think or believe these two things can't or shouldn't exist in the same place, space? Do you believe that spirituality and sexuality are mutually exclusive? Heck, do you have the belief that sexuality is just simply the act of procreation and that it's not to be tapped into except for making babies? <laughs> so let's dive into all the nuances of this big, yeah, very big topic. And let's see what we can scratch today. So just take a breath. And I'm going to, let's do a little presence exercise if if we can, please. It's my show. I'm doing it. <laughs> Come there with me. I double dog dare you. So just relax. So wherever you are, whether you're on mode of transportation, I don't know, I seem to always tap into these energies of people on trains and buses. It's so funny. So wherever you are, just notice the surface that you're either standing on, sitting on, or laying on. It's how that surface meets your body. So my feet are on carpet right now. It's very plush carpet under my feet. My seat, I'm sitting in my office chair. There's a pillow at my lower back. And I'm just dropping in and I'm just breathing. I can feel the breath moving down into my my belly. So many of us shallow breathe up into our chest and that just doesn't do the body well enough. So I invite you to really drop that breath into your body. To relax your shoulders, relax your jaw, notice what's going on in your body. You know, we take on so much energy from our surroundings, from the world. There's so much stress. There's so much volatility. There's so much in the world. And it's not that we need to avoid it. More so, it's that we become very mindful and present to what we're choosing, So would you be willing to choose more breath for yourself? Would you be willing to choose more stillness in those pockets or make the pockets and choose it? To breathe, just to take some moments to be grateful. Like I'm looking out my window and it's an amazing, glorious, sunny, very hot day here in Texas. We've had just a string of 100 plus degree Fahrenheit days here. It's been brutally warm and yet I am so grateful. The sun is such a nourishing, vital component of ecosystem. So when I get out of the the muck and the mire of, oh, it's so hot, and I'm like, wow, the sun is such an energizer. It is such a contribution. So just keep breathing. There you go. Awesome. So I'm not sure. I remember when this came up. I don't remember what I was talking to with my friend Christine. And I said something about sexuality, and then she blurted out the topic, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally a radio show. (laughs) And I don't really – it doesn't matter what we were talking about at that time. And as I really did tap into this, I had to go back into my former existence, right? I have created so much change. I am so different than I used to be, and I still am unraveling things like you are from the past that no longer serve us. And as I really tapped into my former experience with this, I am very clear. I had, I was one of those people in the world who chose to separate sexuality and spirituality. And I'll take it a step further. It wasn't even spirituality for me at the time. It was religion. 
as I've shared before, I was raised in religion, organized religion, uh, between the Episcopal Church, the Methodist Church, much of my extended family is in the Baptist and Southern Baptist faith, if you will. I had uh, my best friend in high school was Presbyterian, right? So I was completely entrenched in organized religion. And what I know for myself is even though I may not have really, quote unquote, understood for a lot of my experience there, what was being taught or or what it really meant, I did take on the beliefs, yes, I took on the beliefs of what was being taught. It, it was almost, it, it, here it is, subconscious programming. It was subconscious. So even though people were on, on the pulpit, in the pulpit, preaching each week, and I was in vacation Bible school in the summertime, and I was at church camp and blah, 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 the theme, the the message, the word, time after time after time, sunk in in a very unconscious way. And so I took on these beliefs from these bodies of work, these religions, and I bought them as mine. And so as I started to age, now I was always a very gregarious, joyful, exuberant, enthusiastic just crazy, awesome, happy kid. From the time I came in, it just it was a joy bomb from the word jump. And so as time marched on, and I really, I allowed that to, to stay in place to a degree, but I did diminish it a great deal. That's nothing new if you've listened to any of my shows before. But as I got older, and the hormonal aspect of a feminine human body started to kick in, and desires started to show themselves. Then I came up into a space of difficulty and I came into a space of a lot of judge of myself and a lot of condemnation because of what I was being taught in religion and what was going on within me physically, physiologically, emotionally. Yeah, so everywhere you <clears throat> have or are at the place of this juncture of what you have been taught, what you believe or have believed, what you have been entrained to, perhaps implanted with, versus what's going on within you physically and emotionally and physiologically right now. If you're at that juncture or you're familiar with that juncture and it still kind of bites you in the butt sometimes, I'm just going to invite you to notice it. Just say hello to it. Say, okay, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Right? It's 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 a battle. For me, it was a it was a battle and sometimes I could quell it and quiet that battle or avoid it or feed myself so I could numb it. Uh often I could distract myself with it by doing things that weren't always the most generative or helpful for me, but I did the best I could with what I had coping, right? So just keep breathing, friends. What I'm here to remind you, I am. I know I'm here to help remind people <laughs> of what's really true for them, not what anybody else says, not what any religion or dog, you know, doctrine uh, preaches, 
And I'm not here to make religion wrong. I'm not here to make anything wrong. I'm really here to get you to see that you, my beloved, man, woman, adult, child, matters not. You are, oh my gosh, you are so perfectly and uniquely designed exactly the way you are. You are instilled, you were installed with your your GPS to you, your homing beacon to your inner inner being, to your soul's desires. They're there. They are within you. And it really is about us tapping into that space and getting so quiet and clear with, okay, if this is within me and I'm standing in a group of people, in a tribe, in a family, in a community, in a religion, in a body of work, if I'm standing in this, and they're saying X, Y, Z, my hand's out in front of me, and I've got my hand on my heart, and I'm feeling A, B, C, and there's discord, there's upset, there it doesn't feel good, that gap. We got to go to work. Take a breath. Yeah, we got to go to work. So there's a gap. So out here is saying one thing. In here is screaming another who do you who do you go to? Who do you turn to? Who do you believe? Well, for myself, guess what? I've been so conditioned that I believed the outside, the exterior. And my work and the work I do with others is about coming home and inside and trusting the inner part of me, the inner voices. And it's not voices. Well, it is because it's the collective consciousness. But my my voice in harmony with the infinite intelligence of the universe. So in terms of sexuality and spirituality, and those are labels, I'll get to those in a minute. Who 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 are you buying your beliefs from? Who are you allowing to chart your course? Is it external? Is it outside of you or is it from within? Yeah, so I'm getting a whole lot of you are still on that external focus. And that's where the discord happens. Now, the beauty of the discord is that that's showing us contrast. And if you're willing to be brave enough, if you're willing to be courageous and turn within, it can start as simply as, wow, show me, show me. And if you're not sure who you're asking to show you, it's really you. But if you want to call on source, if you want to call on you know, spirit, if you want to call on the universe, if you want to call on God, but you got it, it's got to come from within my sweet things, not from external. So are you willing to go within and to let the external voices and the external messages and the external cacophony, the loud there's so much noise out there. Are you willing to just kind of turn the mute? Just mute it. Just turn it down so that you can actually tune into you and turn that up. Because that's really going to free you where sexuality and spirituality collide or commune or, wow, I don't even have words. So take a breath. There you go. There's nothing to hide from here. There's nothing to resist here. We're just having a conversation. We're just talking about stuff. Yeah, so all the significance placed on the words, all the significance and all of the the judgment on 
the word spirituality and the word sexuality. Let's just let that go now. Let's just breathe. There we go. So friends, it's time for our first break. And I really do invite you to really just be present, to breathe, to notice what's coming up for you, to notice any resistance you have, to notice any emotions that's coming up. Just notice. This is such a place of sacred invitation for you to drop into you in ways maybe you never have before. So I am the Tenacious Minx, also known as Rhonda Burns. <laughs> we are coming undone today on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com, and I'm grateful that you're here, and I invite you to stick around. I will be right back after this commercial break, and I hope you will too. Stay tuned. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, a curious creative in transition? Are you questioning why you're here, if and how you're meant to impact and influence the world? What if coming undone to come alive is the way to thrive from the inside out, boldly and without apology? By tuning in to Coming Undone with the Tenacious Minx every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Human potential instigator and intuitive creation coach, Rhonda Burns, offers dramatically effective tools and practical examples that you can use starting right now so you can rock your greatest, most fulfilling life, love, body, and beyond. Learn more at TenaciousMinx.com. Are you ready to wake up, light up, show up and make your mark on the world is now the time for you to drop the excuses and reclaim all of you and allow it to work for you rather than against you if coming undone to come alive is what you've been waiting for contact Rhonda Burns today by telephone at 972-420-4530 or through her website tenaciousminx.com that's t-e-n-a-c-i-o-u-s-m-i-n-x.com to discuss the possibilities. What if catalyzing a life of your dreams is closer than you think? A thriving life of purpose is waiting for you. Ready to continue coming undone with the Tenacious Minx on the Inspired Choices Network? To participate in the show today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by joining us in the chat room. Simply log in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com and click on the chat room link. And now, here's Rhonda and more possibilities to play with. Welcome back, sweet things. It is Rhonda Burns, Tenacious Meeks here on Coming Undone. You know, thank you so much for being here, and today's a big topic, and I'm getting that this will probably kind of spill over to next week as well. Um, but I know that when people hear the term coming undone, it really does kind of rattle some cages for people because they're like, what does that mean? Oh, my gosh, I don't have the way, the path, the, it, I don't have it figured out. I don't know what that means about me. Oh, my gosh, right? We go into this kind of tailspin about, well, if I come undone, then what? <laughs> And believe me, I know it. So I just want to remind you that 
ever heard that lovely saying, when, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear? <laughs> Friends, when your inner being, your your infinite self, your higher self, your soul, because you have embedded within you these desires, these deep desires, and as those really do wake up and show up in a louder way, your the discord from maybe what you're choosing and what really wants to be expressed, it will start to get louder and louder. And that those are the times when, when real stillness and going within is really important to say, okay, what is this? What are you wanting me to know? And when I'm saying that to myself, I'm like, all right, big RB, because it, it's me, right? The, the part of me that's still un, unmired from human stuff. I'm like, all right, big RB up there, out there. What do you want me to know? <laughs> so it's like me talking to me. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. And I'm like, and I just have to get still. And I have to do whatever's required for me to stay tapped into me and what my soul is wanting me to know. All right? So where was I going with this? Oh, Coming undone is not necessarily something you do on your own. <laughs> it really does take a container, a space, uh, the ability for someone or, or a group, it could be a group, to to witness, to invite, to ask you questions, to give you feedback, to mirror, to reflect, to maybe help you see where you are keeping yourself stuck or keeping yourself in a belief system or saying things that aren't really allowing you to expand and grow and evolve and to really shift into that high gear of you. So don't necessarily try to come undone on your own. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So as someone in the personal development field, in the consciousness space, I am one of millions of resources available to you. And you can find out what I do, how I do it, have a conversation with me, have a a complimentary discovery session with me. Complimentary means free for those of you who aren't quite sure. Yes. Just reach out. Let me know what you're looking for. Let me know what you're up against. If I am the person for you, we will both know it. If I am not, I can direct you to someone who might be a better fit, right? Here's the thing. When people work with me, their lives change for the better. They do free themselves. And I am not a long term for many people. I I get them through in a certain space in their realities, in their lives, and then they go on. Right. So the teachers that come into our lives at the times that they're perfect and they are usually just for season, a season or seasons and not necessarily because as we continue to evolve and grow, then we move on to our next teacher, right? I'm I'm continuously moving through teachers and mentors. It's part of our evolutionary process here of enlightenment and re remembering who we are and what we came for. So just want to direct you again. Tenaciousminx.com is my website, T-E-N-A-C-I-O-U-S-M-I-N-X.com. I do work one-on-one very specific who I work with because I do (laughs) require that you want to change. Many people don't want to change it and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So just check out my website. There is a free gift. It's an audio download for you. It's a very, very yummy 
uh, it's day one of 21 days of identifying, eliminating, and thriving beyond barriers. You just play it. You can chill. You can listen. You can relax. It's very soothing. I actually did the 21-day class, oh gosh, maybe it had been a year ago. That is available for sale on my website as well. And that it, you can find that, just go to my website and click on the shop or the store, and it's right there at the top. Um, that's available for sale and download. Also, um, one of the other things, no, we'll get to that later. Okay, cool. So for now, take a breath, beauties. I want to dive back into have you separated spirituality from sexuality? And I use these terms specifically because people pretty much recognize the labels. And I also want you to know they're just labels. <laughs> but it's a way to get you here. It's a way to get you engaged in the conversation. So spirituality, really, if you look at divisions, you know, there's the secular world, which to me is choosing non spiritual, non-religious, non like it's just very robotic in nature, it's very automatic, it's very status quo. And then if you move into what we deem the quote-unquote spiritual realms, the spiritual communities, the spiritual tribes, these areas tend to be more tapped into spirit, source, god, universe, nature, the elements etc. There's more of a tapped in to the bigger picture, to the collective, to the consciousness, right? So everything that you think spirituality means, everything you've judged or concluded that spirituality means, how about you take a breath and you just let it go or you just put it to the side for right now, right? Everywhere you're making spirituality, the word or the thing significant, how about we just take a breath and put that to the side? There we go. Just notice, yeah, there's a lot of emphasis on the spirituality, right? Oh, my gosh. So everything that is, I'm just going to breathe it through, just noticing what's coming up. So it's pretty heavy in my stomach. So there's this book that Gary Douglas, who is the founder of Access Consciousness, wrote. Uh, and I read this a long time ago, and I pulled it up on my Kindle. The book is called Sex is Not a Four-Letter Word, but Relationship Oftentimes Is. And there's some good stuff in, in, in this book. Um, well, there's a lot of good stuff. But I like that he talks about, um, we're going to talk about what defines sex in a minute. But hang on, let me go to my table of contents. And I want to read to you about spirituality. Okay, here we go. This is from the chapter, Does Consciousness Include Sexualness? And he says, Consciousness and spirituality are not exclusive of one another, but neither are they the same. A lot of people do spirituality, but they approach it from the viewpoint, I'm right and you're wrong. When this happens, spirituality becomes another form of religion and it creates separation rather than communion. The difficulty with most spiritual pursuits is that they do a hell of a lot of judging. Can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? I agree with that. It's very true, right? Anything that has you take the position of I'm right and you're wrong creates separation. 
And I see a lot of that even in quote unquote spiritual communities, right? Oh, you're not vegan or, oh, you eat, you know, you eat animals or, oh, you don't do yoga or, oh, you're not eating organic, right? Like all of these things that we think make up spirituality or our spiritual pursuits, anything that creates division, that's, that's the lie. There is actually no separation, but that's for another time. That's a bigger, much bigger topic. So all of this is bringing up, all of the trigger, right? Anywhere you, sweet things, because I know I've done it too. When I chose to really leave and relinquish religion as a choice, and I chose a more conscious path, I did the whole division and separation myself, and I didn't even know I was doing it. Because I was like, you really need to know this, right? I was being a superior butthole. like yeah you really yeah it's not conscious oh that person's not right it's like who the hell do I think I am and in our processes I do know that we have stages right we have kind of the infancy stages of learning something new so we get really enthusiastic we get really excited we want to share it with everybody and we still haven't learned a great deal about ourselves and the thing we're studying so it's a process it's okay it's part of the journey as long as we keep moving on that journey and we recognize, oh, yeah, that wasn't the kindest choice or, oh, I see what I was doing there. Okay, cool. I can let that go now. So I don't judge myself in that regard. I just recognize, oh, yeah, that was not the kindest contribution. That wasn't my wisest choice. Okay, cool. I can change that now. I call myself on my own stuff. I do my inner work. I clean up my energy field, my vibration, my body, my environment. I I go to me within first and foremost, and I clean it up, and then I'm the greatest contribution to others and the world. Right? You got to take care of you. So take a front, take a breath, beauties. Whew. So what does spirituality mean to you? It's a great question. Yeah. Um, so let me go to. So that's a great question to play with. What does spirituality mean to me? And just notice what comes up. I personally, as I really tap into my deep, deep desires, I just truly desire everybody to know themselves, to love themselves, to be kind to themselves, because in that self-pursuit, then we are that with others. And we don't take things personally. We don't judge we don't condemn, we don't point fingers, we don't go into crazyville. So you got to take care of you first and then show up in the world. Hang on. Um, I am looking for se- what to find sex. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's multitasking. Okay, back to presence here. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I love you guys. Okay, so today, have you separated spirituality from sexuality. So let me tell you a story. I'm going to get it started before our break. And this is how I know how how deeply, deeply conditioned I was from my church experience. So in the Episcopal Church, if you're not familiar with it, it's, it's, it's a higher form of church. It's closer to Ro- Roman Catholicism. So there's a great deal of the word regalness comes up. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance. There's a lot of, it's very haughty, H-A-U-G-H-T-Y. Like there's a, there's a lot of, uh, my words are evading me. 
You're so cute. So let me just take you through an experience. So to show up in the Episcopal Church, you have, well, used to be. I haven't been there a long time, I'm going to assume. But when I my experience of the Episcopal Church was you had to get dressed up and look nice. You had to look a certain way. You came in and there's this air of, it's it's not reverence. It's actually like the expectation of, um, oh gosh, it's so funny how far removed I've, I've got to tap into that time and space. It's like, wow, things have changed. I can't even find it. All right, here it is. You would walk in and it was like walking to a wall into a room that took all the air out of my reality. Like it was so frozen and cold and it what me the episcopal church was not nurturing it was not nurturing it was very pomp like i said pomp and circumstance there's a lot of form and structure you walk in you sit in you sit in your pew your hard wooden pew upright it's very quiet other than the organ when it starts but it's, there's you whisper there's no talking out loud it was very lots of hush hush and whisper and you stood when it was time to sing or to respond. You sang from the hymnal. You did not, there was no expression of movement of the body other than standing there. Like there was no arm waving. There was no hallelujah. There was no amen where you find it in some other churches, right? It was very self-contained. It was very quiet. It was very proper, very proper. And you you knelt on the kneelers that were attached to the pews when it was time to pray and respond in prayer. There was, you would go up to the, the rail when it was time to take communion, which the, the body and blood of Christ, big deal in church, right? And so there was just a lot of rigidity, a lot of just, like I said, to me, it was all robotic, it was all automatic. I can re- I can still recite up from church. It was so deeply ingrained. Yeah, it's just, it is very much, Christine said in the chat room, it is just like, it's like a step off of Roman Catholicism. It's very, and there are variations of Episcopalianism. There's high church and then there's, you know, so anyway, don't want to get into that. So Fast forward, as soon as I graduated from high school, I was out of the house, y'all. I went to college. I never looked back. And I stopped going to church because I was so internally, I was, like I said, this this at war with myself. Like, ah, religion just, it didn't make sense to me. I went through all of this because it was expected of me from my parents and it's what we did. But when I truly, when I chose to leave my tribe and expand on my own, I have been on this explorative journey my entire life so fast forward i get married to husband number two and we do the thing you do right you get married you plug into communities you go to church you do what you know society says you do so we found a non-denominational church because in the dallas fort worth area they were popping up on every freaking corner i was like what's this all about right if we're going to go to church i ain't going back to the episcopal church it was too like structured and rigid and frigid, rigid and frigid. Oh, that's what it was. Rigid and frigid. That's That was my experience of it. And so we, we okay, we're at a break time and I want to share this experience at this other church because I, I, and I'll tell you how it ties into sexuality and we're, we are going to do a part two next week. So you're going to have to just stay tuned. So 
remind when we come back to break, well, you won't have to, but I'm going to tell you what my experience of non-denominational church showed me and how conditioning plays into our sexuality. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, it's cooking now. It's pouring in. So I'm like, okay, just keep breathing. Friends, I am Rhonda Burns, the Tenacious Minx. We are coming undone today here on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com, talking about have you separated spirituality from sexuality? And I'm telling a story, and it's break time, so you're going to have to come back after this commercial break. Stay tuned. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, a curious creative in transition? Are you questioning why you're here, if and how you're meant to impact and influence the world? What if coming undone to come alive is the way to thrive from the inside out, boldly and without apology? By tuning in to Coming Undone with the Tenacious Minx every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com, human potential instigator and intuitive creation coach Rhonda Burns offers dramatically effective tools and practical examples that you can use starting right now so you can rock your greatest, most fulfilling life, love, body, and beyond. Learn more at TenaciousMinx.com. What are you here for? Is your purpose clear to you? A scientific hand analysis session with Rhonda Burns can help you identify not only the purpose you are here for that is coded in your hands, but also the pitfalls that you set up to master for yourself and how to work with them. Wouldn't life be more rewarding and fun if you were working with your genius rather than against it? If you're ready to rock the life you came to live, order your hand analysis kit today by clicking the banner on the Coming Undone with the Tenacious Minx page or visit TenaciousMinx.com. T-E-N-A-C-I-O-U-S-M-I-N-X dot com. Ready to continue coming undone with the Tenacious Minx on the Inspired Choices Network? To participate in the show today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by joining us in the chat room. Simply log in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com and click on the chat room link. And now, here's Rhonda and more possibilities to play with. Welcome back, beauties. It is Rhonda Burns. And yeah, this is such a big topic. There's no way I can get through all of it. So we will parlay this into next week as well so i want to finish the story and give you a few items to to play with this week so yeah (laughs) so i was telling the story before the break about how rigid and frigid my episcopal church experience was so that when my husband and i decided to find a new church because that's what we did right and we we went to a non-denominational church and i tell this in the speech that one of the speeches i offer when i speak (laughs) about conditioning and I do all these motions with it. But basically, visualize. So we walk into, at the time, because this is a new, newly planted church, as they called it, we walked into a high school cafeteria on a Sunday morning. And there's just chairs lined up. There's no pews. So, okay, that's different. And then I look, and there's a stage. And on the stage, there's a band set up. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is church? What? Cafeteria? 
cafeteria, seat, just regular seat side by side, a stage and like drum set and guitar on a guitar stand, right? Like you get the picture. And so inside my, I started bubbling. I'm like, what is going on here? I was like, I was excited and scared at the same time. So we stand there and then people are like, hello, good morning. They're looking you in the eye. They're like, how are you this morning? Like people were talking out loud to one another. Holy crap, that was different. And then so like I can feel the energy rising in my body. And so then the the band, the, the leadership, the the music leadership walks out on the stage and I feel like I'm leaning forward like what is about to happen? And they get set up and then the strum of the guitar starts and then they launch into the to the song. There's a TV screen on the wall with the words of the song. So there's no hymnals for me to read out of. It's looking up at these screens and looking at these worship leaders. And I'm like, everything in me, as they started to sing, I'm telling you, friends, everything inside me erupted. It was volcanic. It was enthusiastic. It was exuberant. It was joyous. It was, I was elated. OMG. And here's, <laughs> this is where the visual really helps. On the outside, all, you would never have known it. I was rigid. I was paralyzed. I was standing there singing the words. I was smiling, but you never would have known what was going on inside, on inside my physical body based on what you were seeing on the outside. And let me tell you, friends, that that experience when I was really looking at how conditioning affects us, that is the, the biggest experience, the biggest example I have because I was in a church. Now, yes, it was a different kind of church, but it was still about worshiping source, right? Worshiping and and communing with spirit, with source, with, with God, whatever you want to call it. And I could not physically express what was going on inside me because I had been so conditioned a certain way of how church looked. And to the question in the chat room, yes, I was extremely uncomfortable. I was so disconnected. And it took me three, close to three months going every Sunday for me to be able to express myself moving my hands like other people, expressing with hallelujah or amen or just outwardly expressing what was coming from within. So friends, what's the moral of this story? I am here to tell you that if you don't think that your conditioning in your family, in your society, in your education, in your religion, in your world, if you if you think that you have not been conditioned, I'm here to tell you you're absolutely wrong. I believe that. I know that. Now, many of you have been doing the work to un undo the conditioning in order to, to fully express authentically. And that's, that's the work we're doing is to un undo, to come home to us. How does that affect us spiritually, you know, with sexuality? Well, here's back to the book. And again, we're going to we're going to continue this next week. So let your questions formulate. Let me have them send them respond. Let me know what you're looking for. And we will totally get to that. But back to the book that I mentioned before. Sex is not a four letter word, but relationship oftentimes is. Gary explains some different terms and gives them definition. Sexuality, he says, is always a judgment because sexuality refers you to a norm, which then becomes a source of division and separation. 
But what we're really wanting to tap into is called sexualness. It's the creative energy of life on planet Earth. It exists in everything. It's receiving upon this planet. It's the way in which we have communion with all things. We receive from everything, everywhere, without judgment. That's the whole idea. And that's what I experienced in that church when I got to it. Because everything within me was sexualness. Everything within me and who I am and what I'm about is about wanting to commune and experience and try on and love and expand and connect. It's sensualness. Yeah. And I, because I was in religion and I was in conditioning and I was choosing that division, that separation, I had separated from myself. And it affected me sexually because of what the church taught. Okay, so, wow, this show did not go at all what I planned. And because we are coming to the end in just a few minutes, this is going to be a big cliffhanger. And I, so here's what I want to, to leave you with, all right? So I will really tap into and bring next week. We're going to just build on this. This is going to be a build. This is a biggie, all right? I love, I, I wrote down some quotes. Keep walking, though there's no place to get to. Don't try to see through the distances. Move within. But don't move the way fear moves you. That's Rumi, the mystic Rumi. I was so fearful of expressing myself in that church. I was so fearful of expressing my sensualness, my true divine nature. I was paralyzed. So where are you paralyzed in your own life? sweet things. Education is an admirable thing, but it is well to remember from time to time that nothing that is worth knowing can be taught. That's Oscar Wilde. Nothing worth knowing can be taught. You know why? Because it's within. What's your experience? What are you here to experience? What are you what is what is such a deep desire for you to experience here and to bring forth and to function from that is so covered up it's so conditioned out of existence what could you tap into this week friends that would help you bring that forward so that you didn't have to separate anything including how you operate be it spiritually religiously consciously whatever would you be willing to tap in a little bit more this week? Just a little bit more is all it takes. A little bit at a time. It doesn't have to be all in. It's okay. Ooh, all right. So we are going to do part two next week. We are going to we are going to break this open more. We're going to look at more definitions. We're going to tell more stories. I get this is <laughs> this is a really biggie. So we're going to just do what we got to do with it. So for right now, here's some additional questions I invite you to play with. And not just where this topic topic is concerned. So what are your beliefs about spirituality? And a belief is simply a thought that you have thought over and over again, and it's become part of your system. So what are your beliefs about spirituality? What are your beliefs about religion? What are your beliefs about sexuality? 
Who'd you learn them from? How old were you when you learned them? It was my entire youth. 18 years, right? That's a lot of unconditioning to do. (laughs) So those beliefs, do they match with who you are today? Is there discord with what you're you were taught to believe and what you're now standing in? If there is discord, your beliefs do not match. And it is time to uncover what's going on and to change them and to actually come into resonance and alignment with what's really true for you beyond the beliefs of your conditioning. Yeah, so do your beliefs work for you? They may have for a time, beauties, or you may have made them work, but do they actually work for you? So we're going to stop there. That's a lot. If you are looking for something specific, assistance, support, celebration, a champion, clarification, anything at all, please let me know. I am here and accessible. It's what I'm it's one of the things I'm here for. Tenaciousminx.com, T-E-N-A-C-I-O-U-S-M-I-N-X.com. Email Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A, at Rhonda-Burns, B-U-R-N-S.com. Friends, have you separated spirituality from sexuality? And so basically, here's the bottom line. Have you separated you from you? Yeah. So we will be back next week with part two, and we are going to dive in deeper go further, uncover some more, get free. How about that? So until then, how much more can you question what you truly desire, what's truly real and legit for you? I'm so grateful for you being here. I'll see you next week. Love you. Bye now. Thank you for coming undone with the Tenacious Minx today. Rhonda will be back next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Enjoy the replays, and we look forward to you joining us again. Until then, visit her at TenaciousMinks.com and throughout social media. And never forget, personal development and spiritual evolution shouldn't be a snooze fest. So make it a unique...